Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found and, of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. On this episode, of course, we're going to be talking about AEW in Los Angeles Yeah, from last night. Dynamite Wild Show, a lot of stuff going on. We had a huge return. Mm-hmm. We had finally uh, the last match in the best of seven Escalera de la Muerto or something like that. So, yeah. Is that what it is? Hey, look match. at that. I got it right. Ladder yeah, ladder, ladder of death. That's yeah. what it was. Yes. Nobody died, thankfully, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to talk about all that, but also we've got a couple bits of information in wrestling news. That's right. A popular tag team might be finished with AEW officially, but first. I need a saga. What's the saga? I'm not talking about the robot pro wrestler. No, Larson, we're talking about the sale of the century. WWE, what's the latest? I was hoping you were talking about robot pro wrestling, but uh, yeah, we're talking about WWE being up for sale and the latest uh, edition of Wrestling Observer Radio. Dave Meltzer spoke about the latest developments in that saga. This is what Dave had to say. They, they being WWE, are not sold. They are up for, you know, Saudi Arabia is in the hunt. They're one of the companies that's looking for it. The names out there are all in the hunt. Nick Khan was in Los Angeles, went to the football game Monday night, so he wasn't at Raw, and met with some heavy hitters. 
these heavy hitters went to went to the college football championship game. Bob Iger, Jimmy Pitaro. So I guess those names will ring some bells. So uh, a, a brief aside here: Bob Iger uh, runs Disney. Uh, right, Jimmy so Pitaro. The, can we get can we get the goofy sound, please? Ahoy! Thank you. And Jimmy Pitaro uh, runs ESPN. Gotcha. Dave continues. So I, uh, they're looking to sell by the middle of the year. Mm-hmm. J.P. Morgan is helping them. Saudi would be the one where they actually, they're the only one of the key people as far as if they want to go private, that would be the one. Uh, the other ones are all public companies. Endeavor is also in the hunt. Endeavor, they uh, own USC. There will be decision made at some point. There's definitely smoke to the Saudi Arabia story. It's early. It's too early for the deal to be finalized, but that one could happen too. Yeah. So getting back to the rumor about Saudi Arabia and WWE selling to them, you know, you got to think that. <clears throat> I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't. I, I really don't know. I mean, I would think that number one, given we mentioned this yesterday, the size of the of the public investment fund in Saudi Arabia is is massive. Mm-hmm. And if they wanted WWE, they could probably pay a lot more than these other companies would be willing to pay. Um, their market cap is probably around six billion still. I haven't looked at the stock price yeah, today. It's either. probably still around 88, 89 or whatever, unless it tanked. Um, and so you got to think that like WWE is looking to get, I don't know, in the vicinity of seven or eight billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I'm not a financial expert, but I mean, if you look at the history of, uh, you know, how, how these big acquisitions happen, that's generally sort of, yeah. you know, what it is. Yeah, you take yeah, the market yeah. cap, you add a couple to it and there you go. And there you go. Well, like the Saudi Arabia, the, the Saudi Arabian government can offer a lot more than that. Um, and, and they've sort of have, they sort of have a, a history of overpaying for stuff in general. So, uh, Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I, I still get the feeling that Vince McMahon really wants it to be the Saudi Arabian government. Maybe he thinks maybe Nick Khan understands that it would look fishy if he just if they just did that. You got to do your due diligence and at least, you know, be able to claim that we listen to everybody else. We listen mm-hmm. to all the mm-hmm. options mm-hmm. to make sure the shareholders their you know, their their best interest, quote unquote are being taken care of because if they sell outright to the Saudis, people could, you know, shareholders could be like, well, why didn't you talk to ESPN? Why didn't you talk to Disney? Yeah. What are the other options out there? So you want to, you know, get some leverage at least. Yeah. Um, Which is another thing. Like maybe, you know, maybe they want to get some leverage for the Saudis say, Hey, well, Disney's offering us eight, eight bills. Mm -hmm. You know, what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, and so, but you know, to you know, it's it honestly seems like, and that maybe this is just, you know, the amount of, um, you know, you and I are, are are somewhat the same in that sometimes we sort of start bracing ourselves for the worst case scenario, yeah. So that if it doesn't happen, it's like, oh, well, that's nice, exactly. We're exactly. gonna get our hopes up that they're gonna be sold to like a proper company like ESPN, yeah, you yeah. Know. Um, WB stock right now is sitting around eighty nine dollars. Okay, give or take a few cents. Up to, does went up to eighty nine twenty. Um, I think the only company that has been listed as potential buyers, business suitors, if you will, for WB, that is even close to the Saudi Arabia private investment fund in terms of available capital 
would be yeah. Amazon. Yeah. Amazon's a huge company. They're massive. Yeah, they're um, huge. But uh, I don't know. I don't know of, of what the, what Amazon's interest level would be, mm-hmm. how they would integrate WB programming into into what they offer. Would they just put it on Prime? That doesn't seem like it'd make a whole lot of sense. I mean, Amazon. It's Amazon's market cap. <laughs> Take a guess. What Amazon it's like six hundred and twenty billion, isn't it? <laughs> Nine hundred and seventy two billion. Oh, a off. <laughs> you know. You know what? It was probably six hundred something a couple months ago. Yeah. <laughs> you know, these things work like they just go skyrocketing. Um, so yeah, like what you're saying, Amazon probably, you know, and they're incentivized because they have Amazon Prime. They yeah. want people to be, and they, they they have recently been diving into into the live sports stuff. And you know, I think that'd be a terrific option. I'll load up Amazon Prime to watch Raw. Sure, why sure. not? Yeah. Um, you know, whether or not that would actually happen, uh, who knows? We can hope. We can sit here, but like, I'm sort of preparing myself. Yeah. You know, for Vince McMahon to be in control of creative. Yep. Until the day he dies. Yep. Uh, you know, we were, we were blessed with this six months of like, you know, normal storytelling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got a little, a little glimpse of, of what it could be with triple H mm-hmm. in charge. And yes, I'm, I'm, I agree. I'm like, I'm prepping for the absolute worst. Yeah. And if that doesn't come to fruition, then I'll be pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But right, yeah, exactly. uh, yeah. What's the, what's the, what's the old adage? Prepare for the worst, hope for the best. Hope for the, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Wrestling doomsday. Uh, uh, what was that? What was that show called? Doomsday prophecy? <laughs> no, guys who prepare for for like the worst. Oh, preppers. Yeah, preppers. Yeah, was it called? Wasn't there a show called Doomsday Preppers? Probably. Yeah, something like that. I thought you were talking about the Mayan Doomsday Prophecy. Well, I think that's that's coming gone, right? Wasn't yeah, that's, that supposed that's, to be twenty twelve. That's like twenty fifteen or something like that, wasn't it? Okay, I thought it was twenty twelve. Maybe yeah. whatever the year it was, it's coming gone. All right. Well, yeah, that didn't happen. Two K. Why two K didn't happen? Didn't happen. Yeah. Anyways, uh, something that also might not happen, FTR continuing to wrestle on AEW television. On the latest episode of FTR with Dax Harwood, not Cash Wheeler. He seems Dax completely re- disinterested in the podcast thing. <laughs> Dax revealed that he and Cash have been granted a leave from AEW, which could extend till their contracts expire in April. These uh, transcripts come to you via Fightful. Uh, I also have, he, he said this, I also have the blessing of Tony Khan to talk about this and make a statement about this. Tony has been nothing but top notch to me and Dan Cash. That's Cash's Dan's his real name. Yeah. Since day one, there are things that we haven't agreed on, and as as any boss and any employee, even any friend, there are times that I felt the boat was missed on opportunities for us. There are times that I was super happy with everything we were doing, but there has come a time when we are on the tail end of our career. Right now, at this point in our career, is the most important time in our career. I mean that monetarily, creatively, and personally. It is the most important time in our career. With that being said, we have been asked and been granted the next few months off of television so we could sit back, reflect, decide, let our bodies heal, and figure out what we're going to do for the next few years. Whatever we decide to do next will be the absolute last thing we do as far as wrestling. By April, we will have an answer. I have to take my health, my family, my creativity, and I have to take my personal life all in consideration about what we're going to do next. I know what I want to do, but whatever we do, I just want to be respected. I feel we've done something so special in 2022, and most of that is in part to the fans. We deserve to continue to build our legacy for ourselves, but we also owe it to the fans to build on that legacy because they made us this past year. I'm not exactly, uh, I'm not sure exactly how long we'll be away. It may be all the way until the end of our contract. Our contract is up in April. 
for WrestleMania, baby. He didn't say the WrestleMania baby thing. That was no. just me. No. Full stop on April, but I'm saying WrestleMania, baby. FTR Mania. Say yeah. Say yeah. To the we don't know. When, we don't know when in April though their deals are up. It could be the end of April. It could be April first, which is day one of WrestleMania. April we don't when. know. And then also with the whole uh, WWE being for sale, Vince maybe coming back. God damn it! You know, there's there's a lot of thinking. I'd imagine. Yeah. Dax and Cash will have to do between now and April if they end up uh, staying away from AEW that long. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's going to be the, there's the chances there could be a lot of upheaval in the in the world of WWE coming up over the next few months. So uh, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if if maybe the idea is like preferably we like to go back to WWE, but we don't really want to do it if Vince is there. They might sit out through April and then wait to see how things play out over the summer. I don't know. Depends what they yeah, want to man. do. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, <clears throat> I, I. Yeah. I wonder how much. I mean, I think it's. I think there isn't going to be one blanket approach that these wrestlers who might be free agents are going to take. Mm-hmm. I think you'll take a look at their individual experience with Vince McMahon, and a lot of them have had negative experiences with yep. Vince McMahon. But you know, maybe someone will think, you know what, that was then. This is now, and maybe they'll take meetings, you know, with Vince and say, "Hey, Vince, uh, remember that thing with the clocks? Are you going to make us clowns? Like, can we get like a Cody? Co- hey, Cody's got the most complex contract in WWE history, and that was under Vince." Yeah. So maybe these guys coming in <clears throat> who had built, you know, more of a legacy outside WWE can come in and be like, hey, we feel like we're a big deal. We're going to have uh, some, you know, we'd like to add to, our, to the contracts in WWE. We'd like no clocks around our necks, mm-hmm. you know, no clown suits, no more shaving of backs. Mm-hmm. And I don't know to what degree Cody had creative stuff written in his contract, creative control or creative, the ability to say no to things, Mm -hmm. which is different than creative control. You know, if you can shoot down ideas, you know, maybe that's an option. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I think, you know, hopefully FTR would come into any situation with a bit more leverage than they had leaving WWE. You'd like to think so. And I I guess the possibility exists that they could return to AEW too. You know, let's let's imagine that, that CM Punk, patches things up with the elite they decide yes we'll try to work together going forward now that uh once punk is recovered from his triceps injury mm-hmm. maybe uh having phil there is enough of of of, uh, of a draw to keep ftr and aew if that's what they want to do could be yeah i'll yeah, tell you what if, if vince mcmahon gets back in charge in any capacity in wb cm punk ain't going back there oh that ain't happening no that's not happening god damn uh yeah man man oh man i just want things to be like i mean on one hand it's good for our business when things are all in upheaval obviously i like i like the bag as well but at the same time i'll be honest with you like i'd sacrifice a bit of the bag if i you know if 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 our guy if your best friend triple h was you know i knew he was firmly in charge and wwe was on solid ground and people enjoyed working there yeah and under vince mcmahon i just feel in fact this weekend no uh monday monday morning first thing in the morning we've got a new count out going up yes um, and it's uh, the ways that Vince McMahon can ruin WWE now yeah. that he's back yeah, as executive chairman. Yeah. Now that he's back. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. 
The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Let's talk AEW. Yeah. Uh, pretty solid show from Los Angeles last night. Los Angeles. Um, we got a return. Got Adam Cole, baby. Uh, coming out, Boom. dropping a promo. Kind of almost yeah. pulling a, a, a Mark Henry, almost kind of alluding to, oh, I might have to retire, but he says instead, yeah. bad news. It's bad news for the AEW locker room. I'm back. It's really heartfelt, mm-hmm. really emotional promo talking about uh, his health uh, issues, the reason he's been gone since for Ben Door. Uh, talked about having a tore up shoulder, uh, multiple, he says, head injuries. I'd imagine uh, we knew it, we, we've heard at least one of them was concussion. Mm-hmm. And the complications that ar- arose because of all that, and it yeah. sounded horrible. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, no, could, it, sound, it sounded terrible. Like his the, the descriptions he had, waking up in the middle of the night, and uh, and you know having to say to to Britt Baker, his lady, say, I don't I, I don't even know what's wrong with me. You know mm-hmm. what's wrong with me, and that that sounds like a horrible experience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you and I have had some twitch experiences with chugs. I've had some real life experiences with yeah. Chugs. That one time I went to the performance center, you didn't go, um, and so <laughs> I don't know why I always phrases. You always like to bring it up like that. I don't know why. I regret it. I think I know you say you feel part. bad about it, but you always phrase it in a way that it feels like you're kind of sticking it to me. Oh man, I ain't sticking it. No, to that's me. how you phrase it, man. Well, I just want for people who don't know, I went to the performance center and then and we decided to leave you at home, I guess. Well, because we didn't want to miss out on, on, on producing content because it's be like a three day trip in the middle of the week or something like that. We're like, well, I don't know if we really wanted to like just not produce anything for a couple of days. Yeah, that was a bad move. Anyways, uh, so yeah, no, just a terrific human being. Like, yeah, he seems really, like a really good dude. A really, really good dude. Really good dude. Yeah. And so, you know, it's it's one thing if this stuff was happening to like a piece of shit, but like this stuff is happening to like a really good dude. It's like, oh man. And then when he said when he said when he was reading or recounting some of the tweets that he saw, one of them was, I don't care if he wrestles again, I just want him to be okay. And that's really sweet. And that's how we feel, feel yeah. about the guy. Yeah. You know, if all he does is stream on Twitch, as long as he's healthy and happy, that's all we care about. That's the about. most important thing is one's health and happiness. Yeah. Thousand percent. Uh, and so, but now he put the locker room on notice. Uh, you know, hopefully he's going to join the kingdom and, and, and go after those uh, trios titles. And man, boom. 
I'm joking about that last part. No, you course. really want you really want the the kingdom reunion. I can tell. He's gonna be, he's gonna be dragged down by Bennett. And no, he's gonna lift Taven. him up. <laughs> uh, someone who didn't he's show up, end up on, on dark and elevation, dude. Gosh, someone who didn't show up on dynamite last night, Mercedes Monet. Monet. I know there was some anticipation from uh, uh, people in advance. You know, there was there. Uh, Soraya's tag partner was a mystery for a while. A couple weeks back, she revealed Tony Storm was mystery partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and apart from one boss reference from Britt Baker, I can't really think of a single direct reference in any way to Sasha or Mercedes on TV that I can remember. My memory is garbage, though, so take that with a grain of salt. No, you're right. Because last night when people were expressing their displeasure at Monet not being there, mm-hmm. uh, that's the one thing they pointed to was, well, Britt Baker said the word boss. Well, and... And and I'll be honest with you, I feel like yeah, you, the the whole setup was just unfortunate. It really was. It was it was some unfortunate timing. You whenever you have the vacant thing, who will be Saraya's partner? You think it's going to be somebody coming in that's new? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that we have just been conditioned to 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 understand the the language of wrestling. That's part of the promotional tactics. That, yeah. I mean, WWE. You know, obviously they before AEW they were like the thing, and WCW probably did too. I don't know, but like you expect. Oh, mystery partner is going to be somebody who's coming in that's new. Mm-hmm. And and so there's that. There is, you know, the reference to the boss, which I think probably they just shouldn't have done. And if you don't do that, I think you have a better case. I just think you have a better case. Yeah, I mean, and I guess here's something to keep in mind, too. Just because she didn't make her AEW debut last night doesn't mean it's necessarily not going to happen at all. Yeah, but... You know, well, the last night was the time. It was like the moment that everybody was sort of expecting. And so I, I understand the, the gripes. AEW fumbled this because they had like, oh, mystery partner. And then they do this weird interview where Soraya's like, it's you, Tony Storm. It's like, hmm, okay, cool. And then and then at that point, at that point, I don't know. I You and I, I think, both figured, well, maybe she'll show up. But like she ain't going to be wrestling. They might run some sort of angle, and they did that. They ran an angle, but it had to do with Hikaru Shida. Mm-hmm. By the way, this might be a small gripe, and I don't like being negative about stuff like this. But like, was it just me, or were there like multiple spots missed by TV last night? Yeah, there was a few. Like uh, the when uh, Big Bill tried to get into the match at the very end of the Jungle Hook yeah. match, yeah. and Hook somehow took him out. Yeah, but we have no idea how because how they missed that completely. Yeah. When Sheeta uh, threw the reason I bring it up now is because when Sheeta threw the kendo stick in there, they if I'm not mistaken, they missed that. They just went to a shot of her standing there, and the, and the thing was already in there. I watched it last night, and that was my recollection of it. Maybe I'm wrong, and maybe I blinked for a second, and they showed it. Yeah, but that I mean, they, was they my recollection. They did show her throwing it in the ring. They showed in replay. replay okay, I don't recall if they did during live. There are a couple moments like, and and honestly, I was not trying to nitpick at the show. Yeah, I was just like, why? Whoa, why did this? Yeah, there's a couple <laughs> like, spots. What happened the here? Event to where? Uh, uh, they they cameras were late getting into position because they were cutting to something as the camera was moving into position to get the and, show. And look, I understand, especially with a main event like that, where it's just crazy. It's just nuts, right? I, I kind of get that that might be Yeah, a bit the pace difficult. of that main event was nuts. It was absolutely yeah, crazy. Yeah, it really was. Uh, yeah. Snake Twisted here asked, do you think Storm was always a plan or do you think Mercedes backed out and they scrambled for a replacement? I would really doubt if she backed out. I wonder if it's a situation where... 
Tony Khan had the notion of maybe trying to get Mercedes to be Soraya's partner. For whatever reason, it couldn't happen. Oh, so Chad is claiming they did show it. Okay, that's okay. on me then. That's on okay. me. I turn up maybe I was stuffing so my face or something. It, I remember seeing it, but you know whether it was a replay or live, I don't recall. I mean, oh, actually, I remember during the replay for sure. Um, you know, there is that Tony Khan was hoping for her to be in the match. Mm-hmm. You know, again, I'm guessing since New Japan's paying Mercedes a bunch of money, mm-hmm. they want her first match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so you know, imagine just whatever ideas that Tony Khan had to try to get her to be Soraya's partner. This is speculation. Didn't work out. So once he realized this isn't going to happen, all Tony Storm's partner. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. I think they maybe they were like sort of aiming for a mm-hmm. couple different ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. Look, man, we're not <laughs> we're 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 new owners of ACW. Yeah. <laughs> so like we're we don't know yet how difficult that kind of stuff no, is. No. But I don't know. Between you and I, as owners of ACW, I feel like we probably shouldn't advertise things. Uh, it's it's one thing to advertise something and then something falls apart, but to advertise something that you're still sort of trying to put together and you think it's going to be a big deal, then it'd be like, oh crap, we just have to use Tony Storm here. All right, you want to jump into it? Yeah, let's do this real quick though. We got 479 people watching on the YouTube. Do us a huge favor. Hit that thumbs up. Hit that subscribe button and the notify bell. Make sure you're always getting your going in raw notifications. Yeah. Uh, Twitch chat head over to the YouTube and just hit that like button for us. And then you just come back over to Twitch if you like the Twitch. Whatever. That's right. That's right. Anyways. That's right. Uh, first match of the evening. Kicked off the show. John Moxley. Oh, boy. This was a this was, it was just all lariats and headbutts. People hit people in the head, yeah. It was just, yeah, there's a lot of people hitting each other in the head. Headshot after headshot My taken on. Hangman Adam gracious. Page. Oh. Yeah, that's the story in a nutshell. Is Mox knowing that Page is coming off the concussion trying to beat the hell out of Hangman's head and then Hangman mm-hmm. doing the same thing to Mox. Yeah, there's just be yeah, I feel like <laughs> the point of this match was to give the other guy a concussion because after the match, after Hangman Page beat John Moxley with a buckshot lariat, Hangman Page didn't know where he was or what had just happened. Sort of, you know, tell oh, Mox line was, story. Mox was, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. Mox, yeah. Uh, Mox was like, where am I? What, did I, what just happened? Which yeah. is like, you know, an in-story anyways version yeah, of what yeah. happens. In I mean, he was concussion. doing the thing like, uh, uh, I know when, when Tua got his second concussion this year, he, his fingers got all rigid. Yeah, yeah, and right. And Mox yeah. was doing that after eating the buckshot. Yeah, so you got you got to love Mox, man, putting over Hangman like this, you know, letting him get that one back on him, mm-hmm. <laughs> giving him a concussion. Hey, maybe, I'm not sure how responsible the story yeah, beat is, but it's, it's pretty entertaining, dude. <laughs> maybe Mox will get his vacation finally. Maybe, maybe the fishing hole that he wanted to go to several months back is open again or something. I don't know. That could be. That could I be. Uh, I want to uh, shout out this uh, super chat here real quick on the YouTube. It's a Credence and Bishop show. Says, can Vince just be playing an angle that he wants to sell, but really using it as a distraction for his personal issues in return? No, I think I think they're trying to sell. I don't think they would hire J.P. Morgan if he was like if he was just fucking with people. <laughs> but it's Vince, so who knows? He's yeah, crazy. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, who this knows? this match was stellar. Those matches really. It good. was really good. It was really good. Uh, down towards the finish, uh, Mox tries to kick Hangman. Hangman catches it. He's looking for a dead eye. Mox escapes that. Locks on a sleeper. He's looking for a pile driver instead. Hangman counters that with Deadeye. Thank you for the raid, Cultaholic. Uh, Mox no-sells the Deadeye, hits the stomp. They're both down. Ref starts the 10 count. They get to their knees. They're trading forearms. Mox hits a flurry of three or four headbutts. Mm-hmm. Page takes a knee, responds with like as he's standing up, a headbutt to Mox. Then they start mm-hmm. slapping the hell out of each other. 
And then Paige hits a huge lariat and falls with a buckshot for the win. And yes, afterwards, Mox acting concussed on the mat. Like he tackles the ref. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. leaning against the ropes, and Doc Samson gets in there. And, uh, and he's like, what happened? Where am I? Oh, what's going on? What's what, going on? Did he win? Did he win? Who and, won? And, and Hangman looking a little concerned as he exits the ring. Yeah, he's like, ooh, it got real. It did. Yeah, it man. did. It's one thing he's to like, say we went, that he wants to concuss Mox, but now that, that may have actually happened. Yeah, we, we, we went too far. So after the commercial Excalibur coming back, uh, says uh, Doc, the Doc Samson, walked Mox back to the back. Trainers are attending to him now. Put him through the concussion protocol, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Going uh, to the blue tent like they do yeah, in the NFL. <laughs> there you go. Uh, then we have, but when we come back from commercial, Tony Schiavone's just chilling in the ring, and he says, uh, "You know what? I take it gives me no pleasure to introduce the following person." Everybody's like, they're all waiting to hear. Mm-hmm. But no, man, probably the greatest uh, uh, theme song hit in AEW. You know. It's all about the boom. Adam Cole, baby. Yeah. He comes back. Crowd goes out. Hell of a crowd last night in LA, by the way. It was a good crowd, way. yeah. That was a solid crowd. So Adam Cole comes back, and he says, who's ready for story time with Adam Cole, baby? He says, man, I've been waiting so long to say that. He says, I've been thinking all day about what exactly I was going to say when I came out here. He says, this is a good news, bad news type situation. Immediately, the crowds brace themselves for, oh, man, he's out. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, after everything that's gone on the last few months, I have a whole new appreciation, not just for pro wrestling, but for my life. He says, when I was nine years old, all I wanted to do was be a professional wrestler. And he says, I've gotten to do some really awesome stuff. He says, one of them being an AEW, the best pro wrestling company on the planet right here in Los Angeles. He says, it also made me realize how much I miss getting to be here because of that past few months, I was really banged up. I had a shoulder that was tore up, and I had two back-to-back serious head injuries, and I was really scared. I was seeing doctors multiple times a week, getting MRIs done. I was having headaches and dizzy spells multiple times a day. If I was in a car for more than 15 minutes, I would feel like and sometimes did vomit. He said, but the worst part was the sleep because I would lay there, emotions all over the place. Anxiety was high, and I couldn't figure out why. And I was getting up at 3 or 4 in the morning, and I'd be pacing. And with my heart racing out of my chest, Britt will wake up and look at me and say, oh, my God, are you okay? What's wrong? And I'd look at her with a tear in my eye and say, I don't know what's happening to me. And he's getting real emotional at this point. He says, the thing is, none of you knew what was happening to me either. But so many of you were there for me every single day. I'd read things like, I miss Adam Cole. I hope he's recovering all right. I don't care if he never wrestles again. I just want him to be okay. And that meant the world to me. Real baby face stuff here, Larson. He says, because pro wrestling at the end of the day is a give and take situation. We give you everything we have, the fights of our lives, uh, and in turn, you show us appreciation. I had given you nothing for six months, and you were still here for me. Uh, It's still there for me, and for that, I'm eternally grateful. So thank you. He says, but now for the bad news. Bad news isn't for me, though. It's for the AW locker room, baby. Everybody goes wild. Mm -hmm. He says, because Adam Cole is back. I'm not going anywhere. My career was over. I thought for sure I was finished, but today I stand before you saying, no way, I ain't done yet. I ain't fucking leaving. Because today, because I've been one of the best damn pro wrestlers on the planet for 15 years, and I will not stop until I am the very best. I've accomplished a lot of amazing things here in AEW, but Adam Cole hasn't even scratched the surface of what he's capable of. I want everybody, everyone in this building, I want you to remember this day. This is the day where the new Adam Cole was born, and Adam Cole that will make a promise. One man will be at the top of the mountain here in AEW, and that man's name is Adam Cole, baby, Chugs. 
Yeah, that man's name is Chugs. That man's name is Chugs. Budge. Yeah, it was it was great stuff. Heartfelt, emotional. So where does he go from here, and how likely is it that Adam Cole, baby, will be the guy to take the title off MJF with his return, him being a babyface? You think he's like he's launched himself at the top of the power rankings? Uh, he's who's at, launched who's at the top of our power rankings for that, by the he's way. He's launched himself to on the path to get to the top of the power rankings. <clears throat> All right. You know, um, I think right now with this promo, the connection he has with the crowd, he's coming back. People are excited to see him. You got to continue this momentum. You got to get him involved mm-hmm. in interesting stories, have him get some wins, push him. Uh, so when he does uh, have his feud with MJF, you know, if the timing's right, mm-hmm. heck yeah, do it. Yeah. People love Adam yeah. Cole. Heel, face, doesn't matter. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I love this, too, because he came in, obviously, as a bad guy, you know, always shoving Tony Schiavone around, but people still loved him because they love Adam Cole, like mm-hmm. you just said. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, as a baby face, uh, I, you know, he's going to have that crowd so, so behind him. And, uh, and yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be. I mean, he had a feud with Hangman for the title. He lost both those matches. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be very interesting to see where he goes from here. Um, I mean, now that he's a good guy, you could see him feud with guys like Jericho. He needs to be feuding, obviously, with like top of the line yeah. guys yeah. like Jericho. Maybe like a former, well, he's a former champion, but um, maybe, you know, when Mox wraps up with Hangman. I don't know if you'd want to do Cole versus Mox because Mox is really popular as well. Even I know, when but Mox the, crowd, the crowd was getting behind Hangman last night. Oh, they were, yeah, totally, yeah. Mox has done a really good job of being kind of a piece of shit in this feud with Hangman. Yeah, yeah. So if we can continue to do this, I, I don't think it's going to be much of an issue. No, I don't think um, so. I don't think and that'd be a big, big win for Adam Cole because he does yeah. need to, he needs to beat the top guys. And Yeah, especially if he beats Mox because that doesn't happen very often. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, exactly. He has not yeah. taken a lot of pinfall losses, so. They need, yeah, and they need they need to have Mox after this Hangman business. What do you, speaking of that match we talked about, so are they going to run this for a third one? Hangman's little hesitation there. I mean, I guess they could at Revolution. Possibly. Have Mox take a, I don't know, he could take a month off, six weeks mm-hmm. off, come back a couple weeks before Revolution, have the, the third blow-off match there, have Hangman win that one. He should. He, he really totally should. should. I, mean, I, I imagine they're going to have Hangman collect a bunch of victories to have him challenge MJF maybe over the summer. Oh, that could be. Yeah, that could be. Big one, yeah, over Mox, and then, yeah, then lose to MJF or something. Then lose to MJF, and then, you know, maybe towards the, maybe at full gear, mm-hmm. you know, because then we're, I mean, actually maybe even closer, like winter is coming since we're coming down towards the end of the year if they really want to st- still push, sorry, the, the bidding war of 2024, have somebody, you know, whether it's Wardlow, Adam Cole, Hangman even, be the one to to save the AEW title from MJF with the idea that he could leave the company with it. Whether he signed wonder, an extension yeah. to MJF has or not, I mean, I think that's the story they need to go with because it's it's interesting stuff. They could they could do that the way WWE should have done CM Punk winning at Money of the Bank. You know, it's going to be very interesting to see how the WWE situation, the sale of the company, is going to affect MJF's promos for that. Because if and I'm trying to figure out how the bidding war of 2024 situation would fall flat if, you know, given you know, like what developments could happen in the sale of WWE that like would preclude MJF from like, oh, yeah, bidding war 2024. I don't know, because WWE is still going to be active, mm-hmm. you know, signing free agents and whatnot. Um, but if, if if they get this deal done, let's say it's even like early summer, let's say if players like 
a deal in principle that's basically finalized, you know, pending a bunch of legal stuff, but basically it's it's there. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't know. I mean, if if they sell to the to the Saudi Arabian government, um I don't I I, I honestly don't, I don't know. know. I don't know either. <laughs> I don't know how that would go down. Um so uh so yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of lot of sort of unanswered questions about yeah. what's going to happen with the Mox hangman. But yeah, I I sort of assume that revolution's going to be the uh the rubber match there. Yeah. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, next, we had an acclaimed promo. Caster says this Friday, they're getting one of the best honors you can get. We're going to be among some of the biggest names in history, names like Roseanne Barr, Alec Baldwin. He looks at Bowens and says, and your guy, Donald Trump. And Bowens is like, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, so Daddy Ask asks, what about my boy, Johnny Depp? <laughs> and Bowens is like, what he means is that we're getting stars on the Walk of Fame and our scissors are going to live in concrete forever. So that's terrific. I mean, yeah. I understood that, like, the Walk of Fame, you just need, like, a lot of money and a good publicist. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't realize that you could do that at the prime. I thought you always had to be, like, basically, like, have a long career behind you before you can get I don't. One. I actually do you, don't know the exact criteria. Yeah. Do you think this is going to be, you think, like, legitimately they're going to get a Walk of Fame? No. A star? No. No, I don't think so. <laughs> is there, like, a, like a custom little, like, plaque you can get, like, in probably. Hollywood? At a, you could probably yeah, go to the shops down there and, yeah, get a plaque that has the thing on there. I mean, I, I kind of perused the Rampage uh, results, but I didn't see exactly what they said. But I'm just guessing no. Mm, okay. I do know right. the acclaimed were in the building for Rampage. Yeah, I do know that. Do you think they went out to, like, a, you know, some... One of the less busy areas of Hollywood where the 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 walk is, because yeah. there's like those things go forever they and do. ever. They extend quite a ways, yeah. They go to like some empty area and they lay down like a fake one. Could be, <laughs> and they're all acting all awkward because they didn't get permits to do it in yeah. L.A. You need permits yeah. to do that shit. Yeah, <laughs> everybody's like, they're all moving around. Can't be stealing shots. Yeah, exactly. Shots and, and, yeah, and casters all being quiet. I know. It's like when Chase U went to London and they were like just acting super oh, awkward. Oh, whisper like this everywhere they went. 
So next up, we had Lee Moriarty and Big Bill. Big Bill. Taking on Hook and Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Uh, this was the per- this match was basically all built up to see Hook uh, hit Big Bill with uh, a T-bone suplex. Right, exactly. And it was awesome, and it the crowd responded in kind. And, yeah, and it was, Big it was Bill's awesome. reaction was fantastic. Yeah. yeah Rolling out great. of the ring and saying, what the fuck? Yeah, that was good. That was, that was really good. That yeah. was great. So in the end, though, uh, Jungle Boy gets the win. So Moriarty tries to roll him up with a handful of tights. Jungle Boy kicks out, puts on the snare trap. Big Bill tries to get in the ring. Hook prevents him getting in the ring. We don't know how. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, <laughs> yeah. Lee taps. Because you can see Big Bill like in the foreground trying to get in the ring. I'm like, he's not that you can far see, away. Like, you can see like heads yeah. like you know shaking and stuff going on. And I'm like, why is he not getting? Why did they cut away from that? Why is he not getting in the ring? I don't get this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, I have not noticed that with AEW too much recently. Mm-hmm. Like they've been pretty spot on with their TV direction, but this this week was a bit weird. Um, after that, we had uh, a really awkward segment with Orange Cassidy and Dan Housen. It was an interview with Renee Paquette, and then Paul Walter Hauser, who just won a Golden um, Globe. But do we know for what? I'm, I'm not aware. <laughs> For what show or movie is was, my point? Uh, I know it's acting. I didn't think he was a screenwriter. Hold on, I'll find out. I was actually watching. He's a cinematographer. <laughs> Cinematography for the Banshees of Inisherin. <laughs> he did have a great uh, Robert Duvall shirt on. <laughs> that was a really cool Robert Duvall shirt. Blackbird? What is that? I don't even oh, know I what think that, that was is. On Apple. I think that was on Apple. What is that? I don't know. I don't watch TV, man. What are you talking about? Just the other day, you're like, oh, man, I watched all these things. Well, I don't watch weekend. Apple TV. I don't got it. Hey, you should check out. Oh, you haven't seen Severance yet. Yeah, I was nominated for a bunch of stuff. Oh, that should have won everything. Severance is the best. Severance is the absolute I know best. White Lotus won for best dramatic series or whatever. Oh, did it? Okay, yeah. that's cool. I heard. Yeah, you said good things. Lacey yeah, said good things show. about that. Solid show. Man, that beat Severance. I don't know if they're nominated in the same category. I, I really wasn't that paying that close attention. I don't know if Severance would be considered a comedy. No, I think it was, I saw he, it nominated for some dramatic thing. Okay. Greg Moore says he's a creepy serial killer. Okay. <laughs> Dang MQ says he was once considered the next big thing in Hollywood. What? Man. All right. I need. A, I, I was gonna do some research into the guy for this, but I didn't. So I was just. You mean you're gonna look now. at his IMDb profile? Yeah, that's research. What's wrong with that? Here, talk about this segment. I'll look up his. I'll see what his credits are outside oh, of Blackbird. God, Bird. do I have to? So he's like, hey, I'm a huge fan of Renee and AEW, and he's got his like box of the Golden Globe in it. He's like, I'm gonna show this off, but I'm gonna wait till Rampage. Is that cool with you guys? And then Dan Housen's like, what's in the box? Because I guess he's not paying attention, and he called him uh, a Walter Housen. And he's like, no, my name is Hauser. And he's like, uh, he's like, hey, by the way, is everything okay with best friends? His acting, I'll be honest with you, for winning best actor, his acting in this segment was dog shit. It wasn't very good. <laughs> but it seems probably, this is also awkward, like, writing here. He's like, hey, uh, is everything cool with the best friends? And then Trent and Chuck step in awkwardly and like, yeah, we're fine. And then they all put their hands in and Paul Walter Hausen does it too. Yeah. Anyways, what do we what do we got, man? Come on, what do we got? I mean, he's been on, on some TV. TV. He was on Community. He's been on Always Sunny. Okay. Uh, I Tanya. He was in that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
He was in. Oh, oh, he, here we he go. He played Richard Jewell in the Richard Jewell movie. Oh, okay, that's my Leo moment. Okay. Okay, that makes sense because I remember when they did the Richard Jewell movie, I was like, why is it they actually got Richard Jewell to play himself? Because the dude looks dead on mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. that dude who they thought was the bomber of the Olympics thing. Yep. Yep. Okay. All yep. right. It all comes together. Now it all comes it together. together. It all comes together. Yeah. Light bulb went off for Steve. Next, we had uh, Kanosuke uh, Takeshita. Sorry. Versus hey, let me ask you something. Kanosuke Takeshita's render. Why does it look like he's yawning? I wasn't paying attention. Does it look like he's yawning? Oh, really? It was like... It was, Show it <laughs> I'll, to me. I'll, te I'll, text it, I'll text it to you, and then, yeah. Is he I'll supposed to be, like, talking? Or I think he's supposed to be shouting. Yeah, yeah. He's like... But it looks like he's yawning. Like that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, go ahead and, and talk. This match was incredible. This was oh, a really good match, a... but it was preceded by a really long MJF promo. So uh, Takeshita makes his entrance. MJF comes to the ring. And uh, he says, hey, Kodichiwa, bud, what's up? How's it going? He says, look, I'm not going to lie. People think seem to think you're a big deal. Super proud of you, but I'm not going to lie. I haven't seen a lick of your stuff. But hey, don't take it personally. Whenever I watch the shows back, I fast forward the only part of the show that matters, and you're looking at him. Uh, he says, so now correct me if I'm wrong, but your name is Takeshita. Did I get that right? He's just, MGF's just being super insulting. Yeah. He says, do me a favor. <laughs> yeah, he is. Do me a favor. Trying to do one of the match tonight. I really need you to win this one. And he asks, uh, Takeshita understands what he's saying. Uh, uh, Takeshita responds in Japanese. Uh, MJF says, uh, "Hey, I, and I thought Danielson was a bad public speaker." He says, "Hey, uh, here's. Do you think you could pull this off?" And then Takeshita tells MJF to kiss my ass. Mm -hmm. uh, MJF says, "Who do you think you are talking to me like that?" Tells Aubrey, who's the ref, uh, to get out of the ring. He says, "I've been hearing a rumor that I'm afraid of Danielson, afraid of an Iron Man match that I can't last an hour." Is that right? Well, how about you do me a favor? How about you ask your mama, your sister, your skank girlfriend, just how long oh, wow. MJF can last? This is like yeah. MJF when he doesn't have, when he's not like working with punk or like in an interesting feud. It's the low hanging fruit stuff. He doesn't. Yeah, it's 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 lazy. It really <laughs> it's, is. It's, it's, it's you know it's, it's at the very least in bad taste. Yes. Even for he's in character, you know that kind of crap. I know. It's like he's much more in, he's much more interesting, like you said, when he's got stuff to work with. Yeah, and here it's like okay, go out there and be offensive for five. Yeah, minutes I know, or, I know. Or, or Try to get be, heat and be offensive. Be edgy for know, five minutes, and then this is what you get. And it's just longer than five minutes. Mm -hmm. He says, "I'm the real Iron Man of pro wrestling because unlike Danielson, I'm all about pinning show." No, I'm not going to say that line. Um, he says, uh, <laughs> "I'm not going to say." Yeah, he just talks a whole lot, man. Let's yes. just get to the point of this fucking thing because it's it's a lot. It is a lot. It is a lot. So, so it, so it ends up Daniel Brian Danielson shows up finally, yeah. and then MJF just bolts. He just hella runs as fast. I as mean, he, he can. was talking shit about some celebrities in the crowd. There was Ken Jong. Ken Jong was there. Yeah, and Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. It was it was like a lame it was like a lame it was just a lame roast. Yeah, it was. What it was. It was. It was low hanging fruit, just mm -hmm. going out of his way to kind of be offensive and eh. This yeah. wasn't that interesting. No, it, it really wasn't. Like you gotta I, I understand that like people like MJF and everything, but like you gotta give him a little bit more than just go out there and be edgy, you know? Yeah, this is like me trying to hold my yawn back, huh? <laughs> That's what you're talking about. Yeah. Right. <sighs> Okay, we're ready to take the picture. We just did. We got to move it's because on. He has oh, his arms, it's because he has his arms crossed. Yeah, right. He's like, if he was doing something else with his hands, like if he's 
Intensity. <laughs> yeah, I can see why it looks like he's yawning. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this man. match was fantastic. They were beating the hell out of each other. Oh, my God. This match was amazing. Maggie has it right. Says MJF has two promo settings. Intense and passionate or low-hanging fruit. There's really no in-between. Yeah, there is no in-between. Yeah. This was definitely yeah. low-hanging fruit. He either shows up to work or he shows up, you know, to go home, you know? Yeah. He's like, all right, let's just get this done with. Yeah. Yep. Uh, So, yeah, anyways, uh, Brian Danielson ends up getting the win here. Fantastic match. Takeshita is going to be a massive star. Um, He's a spectacular wrestler. He knows knows how to sell. He knows how to garner the sympathy of the crowd from his selling. Mm -hmm. The pace of his matches are great. Yeah. If they can crack an interesting character for him, ah, the that's the thing. I think he's gonna be. I think. I think he's gonna be a terrific character. I think he's gonna be a huge star in one of two places: WWE or New Japan. Mm. And in WWE, it's gonna be exclusively if, if Triple H is is in charge or somebody who knows what they're doing with characters. And and then and then New Japan because I think that uh, Takeshita should be in a place that has a big spotlight. And New Japan's actually really good at, at cracking characters. They're mm-hmm. really good at it. Um, AEW, they're going to let him just be wrestler guy for for as long as he can. Well, do, I think they, do they're you have doing a, a story with him where Don Callis has been scouting him. Uh, Don Callis is at the uh, Bola over the weekend. They shot some stuff there, apparently. Apparently, he's been scouting him on Dark and Elevation. I don't know if that's going to lead to something with Kenny. I don't know if that's going to lead to some sort of some sort of a of, 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 of firm grasp on who and what his character is going to be. I don't know. I mean, right now, yeah, he's this really good wrestler guy who puts on, who who wins most of his matches except the ones he has against the top tier guys. And he brings, mm-hmm, yeah. and he has excellent matches with all the top tier guys. Mm-hmm, and so maybe yeah. just that right now, the story is he's a really good wrestler who just can't take it to the next level because he can't get past the top tier guys, even though he kind of gives them all some of their best matches. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, if, if AEW shows that they can get, you know, some interesting character stuff out of him, then, then yeah, he's going to be a big star. If he sticks around there way too long without them, you know, giving him something to work with mm-hmm. beyond, Hey, this guy just tells, is just a terrific match guy. Um, you know, time, time will tell. I, I hope, I hope, that wherever he goes, he can crack it because I think that he can be a massive star. Yeah. But so far, I don't really see AEW as the place. AEW is a place with rare exception, like the acclaimed is an exception to this. But you go to AEW with your character. Otherwise, I don't know that they're gonna they're gonna give you much to work with, and they're not entirely patient uh, with people who don't crack that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, w- I will say this. I, I, it does seem like Tony Khan is invested in developing Takeshita as, if not a main event or a regular piece of AEW going forward. Sure. I mean, as soon as yeah. he came over from DDT, he was on TV, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they, they, they brought him in with a lot of hype, saying this mm-hmm. is a huge star from DDT that's coming in to work AEW for a spell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. who knows? Who knows? I, I, yeah, I, I, hope, I hope you're right. I hope that they do put a lot of effort into him because in terms of in-ring stuff, he's terrific. Uh, Brittany here in our Twitch chat points out, uh, and I saw this online as well, MJF. Uh, she says, I think he was making fun of the crap people like Disco Inferno say, but it was still cringe. 
Um, yeah, I, from what I understand, one of the references in there that was you know particularly objectionable to to some was a Disco Inferno reference. I, I just you know I don't I don't I don't I don't, I, I do not see anything that oh, Disco I don't, Inferno I don't, ever I don't, says. I don't pay attention to anything Disco Inferno says. I'm pretty sure I've either muted him or blocked him or something in my Twitter. I just don't have time for that. I've muted so many people on mm. Twitter. My, my honestly, my Twitter feed is so boring these days. I think it's been my. Uh, my my endeavor over the past couple months is let me just sort of mute everybody <laughs> that like I'll I'll go to the going in raw Twitter for like wrestling news but I've muted so much wrestling stuff on my own personal Twitter mm. it's just all like you know boring news that I you know space news and well that's not boring that's politics Do you hear about politics that, that, here that black hole has been I didn't read the article I just saw the headline because we were right before we were to start the black hole that's been like eating the same star over and over how is that possible. It's like eating it and going, Bleh, and then eating it again. So. It's like eating. Oh it, my gosh! Pooping it out, eating again. Ew! That's disgusting. What a dirty black hole that is. You're disgusting. Uh, oh goodness! Speaking of disgusting, Renee Paquette had an interview with Juice Robinson <laughs> after this. Rock hard, Juice Robinson. Uh, Juice Steve says. Oh boy, oh boy. Uh, Juice says, you know, you know me for a long time, Renee. You've never known me to be a thumb twiddler. I'm not a complacent kind of guy. I'm here for a few reasons. I'm here to kick ass and take names and win championships along the way. Are there championships on Dark and Elevation? Just the ones that are on the other shows, no. if they're ever on there. He says, that brings me to Darby Allen. He says, I want to challenge you Friday on Rampage. He says, put that TNT title online this Friday. Let's see if you're as tough as you think you are. Poor Juice Robinson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we get uh, Tony Storm and Soraya versus Britt and Jamie Hayter. Uh it's a really fun bout, hard hitting. Tony just didn't really. She just walked out kind of meh. Did you notice that? A lot of people in chat noticed that as well, and I feel like that's kind of been her demeanor. Like, and I don't know. I didn't know if it was like, okay, is this a character thing because she doesn't, you know, the way that she lost the title, and yeah. then she like yeah, yeah. retroactively was, you know, the interim deal was taken away. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, I kind of like, got that vibe. You know, usually she she walks out and she poses on the the stage and whatnot, and then walks down the ramp. She just walked out and kind of stood there, and we have like a Gresham at the last uh, Ring of Honor pay per view vibes. <laughs> that dude didn't bring his fancy helmet thing. Nope, he had his merch shirt on. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. So. uh it's a really fun bout in the end. Uh, Jamie pins Tony after hitting her finish, a rainmaker, mm-hmm. um, but not before. So early in the match, Sheeta walks out, walks to ringside um, right before commercial break, I recall, and she's just kind of there ringside most of the match. And there's a point where where uh, Jamie and Tony are down in the ring, yeah. and so she throws her kendo stick in. Well, Rebel gets on the apron to distract the ref. Britt gets in the ring. Gets the kendo, hits Tony with it, and then Jamie follows with her finish uh, to get the win. And then she is looking on shock because with the idea, she threw it in there so that Tony Storm could use it, not Britt. Yeah, but Tony uh, Sheeta was also wearing uh, gear that kind of looked like uh, in line with what Britt and, and uh, Hater were wearing. Yeah, it was all red. It was just a red suit. Yeah, and yeah they were yeah. wearing a lot of red and white. Yeah, so. yeah. And at one yeah. point when she did shocked face, Sheeta. She brought her hands up to cover her face like she was shocked. You can almost see like the one corner of her mouth kind of smile a little bit. I think we know where this is going, man. No, dude, I think you're right. I think that her shock face was sort of a combination of of clearly in character faking it 
and maybe even a little bit of like, oh, I can't I can't hide my glee at how well my plan just mm. worked. Um, yeah, no, I, I love this because Sheeta has been an afterthought for far too long, and to to make her a bad guy, I think it'd be I think it'd be awesome. That'd be oh, terrific. Yeah. Let's heck get yeah. that going. Let's yeah, get that she's going. Great. She's great. Uh, after that, we had a Eddie Kingston and Ortiz promo, and it's just them bickering about whether Dude, they can trust each other. This is like equal parts baffling and unintentionally hilarious because Eddie just looks at Ortiz like, hey, we got a match on Rampage. You going to trust me now? And Ortiz is like, are you going to try? Am I going to trust you? You're going to trust me? And Eddie's like, we got this match. Let's get it done. I'm tired of these dudes. I'm tired of you questioning me. Remember, remember who I am? Remember where we come from? And Ortiz is like, yeah, that's my point. How can you question me? Well, let's do this on Friday. Then you can question. Then we'll get some questions. Yeah. My my question is, what do you want to do lunch at? Yeah, no. Are we going to hit catering before or after a match? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, God. Talk about it. I don't know what they're doing with Eddie Kingston, man. You got like the, literally the best talker on the roster. Why isn't he an MJF spot? I'll be honest. I think Eddie Kingston should be the big ratings draw. I don't, I don't disagree. Eddie doesn't do low-hanging fruit. No, dude, everything he does is like fucking cinematic. It's like I a know. Scorsese movie. I dude. know. Yeah. I know. He's I agree. Oh, look at my cat. Look at my cat back there. Who just who lays like that? Look at that. Is is that... her lower half hanging off the couch? <laughs> no. <laughs> it looks perilously close, if not. It's it's not, but like her head is on that pillow over yeah, there. I see that. It must be a, a wider couch than I recall. It doesn't. She does but and yet she doesn't look that comfortable. No, it doesn't look comfortable here at all because from my vantage point, it looks like she just easily slide right off. She had big hips. She had big birth and hips, man. All right, fair enough. Anyways, fair enough. Uh, after that, we had a Jericho Appreciation Society promo. Uh, Parker says, hey, I'm having a good air day. We all look good. He says, you might as well call LAR town because we're the saints of Los Angeles. They have the tearaway pants. They all did a tearaway pants deal before they start talking. Yeah. They all had and pants then, underneath their pants. And then Daddy Magic says, you want to know what makes Daddy Magic's nipples hard? How about the fact that this man, Jake Hager, powerbomb Ricky Starks through a table? And then Jericho says, you know, you guys can boo us all we want, but this has one, been one of the biggest weeks in Jericho Appreciation Society history. Just a couple nights ago, we invaded PWG, night of uh, the, the BOLA, night two or whatever night two, it was. Yeah. yeah, the crowd popped big for that. Uh, he says the surprise appearance heard around the wrestling world and on Rampage, Anna and Ty are going to kick Ruby and Willow's ass in a street fight. And Ty's, uh, Ty's like, I'm the street fight. I'm the Jericho says, you are the street fight. That was a pretty funny moment yeah, right there. Uh, and then he's uh, he says, but most importantly of all, uh, Ricky Starks uh, was powerbombed through a table. Action Andrade sent back to the minor leagues. We win again. The Ricky Starks experiment is over. And of course, that brings out the revolution will be televised. Yep. So Ricky Starks comes out. Yeah. And action Andretti come out to the stage. Ricky says, Well, I'm looking at a group of idiots who couldn't get the job done because guess what? Stroke Daddy is standing tall right here, right now. Steve, if you'd like to resume your roles, Chris Jericho, have that. Yeah. So he says, You might be standing tall, but what about all? Oliver twists there. Sir, may I have some more? He's a this orphan. Go back to the miners, Andretti. So Ashton Andretti tells Jericho to shut the hell up before I come take that bat, bat and shove it up your ass. Yeah, oof. And then Garcia tells uh, Action Andretti, he says, never disrespect Chris Jericho like that. He says, uh, Action, uh, I didn't know your... Oh, oh Action says, Andretti oh, says, yeah, oh, I didn't yeah. know your babysitter Sammy gave you permission to speak. Are you sure Sammy is a good guy to lead you by example? 
Sammy can't even keep control over his own wife. Can't even keep Ooh. control over where his wife's hands go because last week those hands were between my legs. Well, of course, you know, he's referring to the low blow. Yeah. It's, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then Daniel, this was funny because Daniel says, you know, I remember when I was like you, when I was young, a pro wrestler like you. And in fact, Action Andretti is a year older than Daniel Garcia. <laughs> he says, but now I'm a sports entertainer like Jericho. I'm on top of the world. Uh, then uh, Ricky Stark says, go ahead and put a muzzle on Garcia. Do me a favor, Chris. I want you to move aside. Go ahead and move aside. I'm talking <laughs> to you. Jericho does. Yeah. He starts moving over so that he can point at Jake Hager. So he says, I'm talking to you, Gilligan, with that stupid hat. Uh, yeah, you, six foot five, dumb purple helmet wearing idiot. You are a top collegiate athlete, and now you're, you're the village idiot. That right there is a shame. Despite being with Jericho, you still got that dumb lisp. Just, yeah, that's kind of messed up, yeah, isn't it? It is. Come on, it man. You can't help up. the speech impediment. Nope. He says, next week, I want to match with you on Dynamite. Yeah. And then Hager says, I like this hat, but little Ricky, I wear a lot of hats, and one of them says undefeated MMA fighter. Uh, I know you got balls, Ricky. I can see them through your white pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. So next week, I'm going to slap your face <laughs> off your face. <laughs> Uh, Stark says next week you're going to be in the ring with somebody that's absolute. <laughs> I can see your balls through your white pants. <laughs> that was actually pretty funny. That is that is pretty funny. Yeah, that, that was, was actually a legitimately funny. funny line. Not 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 the jokes about someone's lisp. Not funny. Yeah, and then yeah, I I you know the the one. Hey, your wife's hands are between my legs. I know it's you know. Mm. <laughs> I can see your balls through your white pants. <laughs> oh man. Oh, and then we had our main event: the Elite versus Death Triangle. Uh, it wasn't worth writing down every spot because the pace of this match was absolutely insane. It's like they had five minutes cut from it. They're like, all right, we're going to get everything in. I would love so full to know. Full speed ahead. I would love to know, like, like, do they, they don't call this shit in the ring, right? Like, some of this stuff is so fucking complex. No, they got to they gotta lay this all out. Yeah, like spot to spot, and then you do this, but then you reverse this into this crazy shit. Well, you, have you ever seen, because a few years ago, Rolling Stone did a thing on the Young Bucks. Back yeah, when they're in Ring of that, Honor, and yeah. they actually have a, a you know like following around with cameras and stuff. And there's a bit of video in there. It's a Ring of Honor match against Lij. Lij, yeah. And you see Matt Jackson and Naito going and over the match. He's like he's like, and then you do this, and then we do yeah. this, and it's crazy to see like the hand movement. Yeah, and I go okay, and then you do this, and I'm like, how do you get that from this dude doing? And then you do this. Well, what what seems mind boggling to me is that yeah. So during the, the the show, you're back there, you're laying out your match. Mm-hmm, yeah, and then you have to go out there, remember everything, right? Over the course of fifteen minutes, I know that's crazy. No, it's nuts. It's crazy. It's like being a waiter. You got to remember all that shit. I can never be a waiter. You know, I'd be sitting there. You know, okay, what do you want? You know, somebody, have you, you ever get freaked out when a waiter just comes over? They have no pad of paper. They don't write anything down. Yeah, I know. They don't write anything down because me, I'm like, trying okay, to transcribe these these promos, and so I'll do it kind of sentence by sentence. And half the time, yeah. I'm like, oh fuck, what did he say? I can't remember yeah. what sentence. Right. I'm like. Okay, I have a pretty complex order here. You probably want to write this down. But then they remember everything if they're good. Yeah. Most of the time they are, man. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> I know. So anyway, this match was, was was crazy. A lot of madness going on. Uh, I don't even know where to get in here. Oh, at one point, well, Alex. Just, just get to the one-winged angel off the ladder. Oh, my God. Yeah, that God. was nuts. So at one point, there's a ladder set up in the ring to, to claim the titles. And then the Lucha Brothers bridge a, a ladder between the top rope or over the top rope and one of the rungs of the ladder that's set up to climb. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Penta hits. Let me find it. It's the uh, package. Uh, the package. Yes, the Fear Factor. Driver. I'm trying to remember yeah. on who it was. It was on Matt. 
Yeah, I think you're right. The only thing I didn't like about this match is they should have had a lot more hammer. Yeah, they sort of dropped the hammer thing. Was there any hammer in this yeah, match? Yeah, Pac had the hammer. There was? Hit Kenny in the hand with it. Okay, all right. That was it. Right. That was it. So uh, after that that fear factor spot on Matt, Phoenix climbing one side, Kenny's on the other. Uh, they're brawling the ladder a little bit. That leads to Kenny hitting a one-winged angel onto that ladder that's bridged. Uh, so when Kenny lands from that, Pac's looking for a black arrow. Kenny gets his knees up. He climbs and gets the titles, the elite win. da 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 yeah. So yeah. there's a lot of crazy spots. We can go through them, but just if you want to see uh, uh, all the crazy spots for yourself rather than just have us describe and go watch the match. Yeah, dude, this is just one of those crazy matches. Um, it wasn't the so best match of the best of seven, but it was solid nonetheless. We talked about this a little bit in the pre-show. Hmm. Let's just talk really quick before we get to questions. Where do you see, who do you think the next defense for the trio's title for uh, the elite is going to well, be? Obviously, against? Adam Cole in the kingdom. Oh, Lordy B. He needs to run away from them. I want to see like backstage vignettes of like Bennett like walking around and Adam Cole just like. No, he's walking backstage. He sees Mike Bennett walk toward him. He stops, turns around, and walks the opposite way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Adam Cole wears some like uh, Groucho Marx glasses and, and, the, and the nose and the mustache thing. And he's like, uh, Adam, is that you? No. No. No, no, my name's my name's, uh, my, name's uh, mm, my name's uh, mm, uh, uh Cole, Cole Adams. That's my name. <laughs> my name's Chugs. I'm Chugs. It's like, yeah, Chugs is your Twitch name. Oh, shit. Uh, oh, no. Know about that. Uh, 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 no, I'm Jim Chugs. Jim Chugs. <laughs> Twitch, what's that? <laughs> what's Twitch? You got a you got some sort of tick. Uh, House of Black should beat the, the elite for those trios titles. Yeah, uh, but that, it like that won't happen for a little bit. Double or nothing or something like that. Or, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. May. May is good. Yeah, Four May's months good. is good. May is good. House of Black. Uh, um, but in the meantime, uh, you know, the, who, the factory, who are they going to get easy wins? Man, I don't want, I don't want, <laughs> I don't want to see the factory versus the elite at fucking revolution. Uh, you mentioned, you, you mentioned best friends in our, our, our pre-show. Um, I suppose he could do LFI. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. Oh, that's not bad. You can do that's Butcher good. and Blade and Roosh or Butcher and Blade and, and Preston Vance or bring some Andrade back. Andrade, Roosh, and uh, Pero, Preston Vance. Yeah, yeah. The the dog guy, him. Yeah, it's funny because like the tag team division got decimated because of the trios division. But now I'm trying to think who's even in the trios division. Um, you could do you could do Top Flight and Ar Fox. About <laughs> FTR and CM Punk. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Hey, that'd be that'd be that'd be. You want to make some money? That's that, that's the way to do it. Ooh, Jesse here in chat says the United Empire. That'd be good today. Oh man, mogul affiliates. Oh, Jericho appreciation. Oh, mogul affiliates. Yeah, Jericho appreciation. That's a good one. That's so. Good. There's there's plenty of teams. I like House this. My name says White Brownie. There you go. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, my name is not Earl. Says they've been building Brian Cage, so his group. <laughs> Did you see that? Uh, uh, he had a match against Willie Mack at these tapings. I saw Illy Mack is uh did a did a thing in AEW. That's cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like Willie Mack. He's cool. Um, a Radish here says, "Did you see the Instagram post from Andrade and Conrad?" I did not. What was that about? I think it was another one. If this is the one he's talking about, it was a picture of the mask he was wearing in like his luggage. With it open mm. and it just said bye again. Oh, okay. Is uh, Conrad a 
It's Conrad finally starting uh, restarting Jim Crock promotions is a real thing. Oh, I don't know. Let's get that done. Who booked this? Oh, that's right, I did. Um, and then uh, Death Triangle. You think they're going to break up? Yeah. You think so? Yeah, the hammer is going to come between them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, hammer is going to break them up. That's good. It's all like right, Pax let's go all in on Hammer. Phoenix is like, uh, I don't know if I like Hammer. Penta kind of likes Hammer. Listen, the bastard has found a new passion. Hammer. Yeah. You want to answer some questions? I do romantic things to it. Oh, my goodness. Cat Dad 7 here on the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We always got these uh, uh, questions threads mm-hmm. for recaps. Cat Dad Stephen 7 says, Cat Dad Stephen. Uh, how bricked up do you think Tony Khan is hearing that talent might walk out if WWE is sold to Saudi Arabia? Oh man, licking his lips. Mm. Can't wait. Yeah, can't wait. Generico, yeah. Steen. I know. I don't know who I else. Know. Other people. I El guess. Generico. El Generico. Yeah, that's what I just said. Oh. Uh, Nikhil says power rank dream matches in AEW. You want to see Adam Cole, Bebe have QT Marshall. <laughs> Mike Bennett. There we go. <laughs> Matt Taven. Uh, no, some of the heavier hitters, yeah, like uh, Jericho. Give us Jericho. Give us Cole and Kenny. Jericho. Kenny. Pack. Mox. All those all those dudes, yeah. Pack, that's a good one. Cero Mural. Uh, Jaime Fonseca says three companies, buy one, sell two, put out put out of business the other one, I guess. Buy so one, buy sell one. two. Okay. And then, uh, so it's Del Taco. The King's Jim Ross barbecue sauce. Which one do you buy? Which one do you sell? And which one do you put out of business? Sorry, man. Sorry, JR. Yeah, bad news. Your barbecue sauce out of business. Yep. Yeah. You know, I got plenty of other barbecue sauces you can use. How about Jim Ross is gonna he's gonna go out of business and barbecue? He's gonna start up OnlyFans. That's right. Oh man. Uh buy one. I'd love to own an NBA franchise. That, that sounds thrilling. That could be fun. We'd be like the Maloose, though, man. I wouldn't want to get in the restaurant business in any way. No. I'd sell so sell to. Does that mean sell going in raw to Del Taco? I guess so. I'd be owned by Del Taco. That'd, That'd be, be rad. Cool. And then we'd take that money and buy the Kings. <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> would make us so much money. interest, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, my niece is going to. So that's where I went. You know, I went with, uh, with T. And uh, she says, hey, she said, I'm going to ask my mom. Because, you know, my mom, my sister's a bit of a baller. So like, I'm going to ask her to get us some uh, front row ticks for my college graduation because she's graduating college early. And I'm like, those things are so expensive. <laughs> she's like, I know. We need to find a really bad team so that we know we're going to get a win. Yeah. And the, yeah, and the tickets might be cheaper because they got that dynamic pricing. Right. Exa- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Blake Whitehouse says, do you think Tony Khan will treat Ring of Honor and Dynamite like SmackDown and Raw, or it'll be like WWE and NXT. Oh, it'll be like WWE and NXT. Yeah, I think Ring of Honor would be kind of be their developmental. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Wizard of Smoke says Kenny Omega is action figure jacked. Who's the most? Who's the current most jacked wrestler? Oh man, Brian Cage is always looking like an action. Yeah, figure. he's humongous. That dude is jacked. Yeah, he is. But there's yeah. got to be there's got to be somebody else. Oh, I'm sure there is. Yeah, Brian Cage is the first name that popped in my head too. Yes, yeah, yeah, first name. Yeah, he's always looks huge. And the, what he can do while having that much muscle oh. on him. John it's Thon pretty says nuts. Buddy Murphy. That's a good answer too. He's jacked. Buddy Murphy. Lashley's jacked. Yeah. He dub says Giovanni Vici. 
Brittany Shane says Mercer, Jordan Grace. He's jacked. Yeah. She's Jordan jacked. Grace is jacked. She's jacked. Oh, man. Bree Marie just gifted thank five you, subs Bree. to our Twitch channel. Thank you so much, Bree. That was nice. If you got a gifted sub from Bree, give her a thanks. Maybe think about paying it forward. Pac's always jacked. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Cameron Bortolazzo says, is Jungle Hook the best tag name out there? I see people crapping on it. I think it's great. Sounds like it's Jungle fine. Book. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. No, it's clever. Come on. Jungle Book, Jungle Hook. Yeah, it's fine. It's a little bit better than fine, isn't it? No, it's fine. Come on, say it's better than fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's better than fine. It's fine. Name a better tag team name. You know what bugs me? Warjo. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. That's awful. Um, <laughs> War Joe. You know what kind of bugs me a little bit? Is that you got House of Black, but then you got Kings of the Black Throne. Mm-hmm. Why don't they just call the tag team House of Black? Because the House of Black is the, the full stable. You don't need the you don't need both names. It's confusing. What if I'm new and I'm like, wait, House of the Black Throne? You I pay attention for a couple episodes and you catch on. <laughs> Bro, nobody pays attention to anything these days. Come on. It's their job to ensure people can enjoy it without paying attention. Man, this it's, 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 it's Brody and Malachi's opportunity to, to brand themselves, to make some money as one unit, and then the House of Black as a separate thing. Nah, man. Not into it. Uh, what's, what, is, what, is actually a good, what is actually a good tag team name these days? FTR is a bad name because we never even yeah. knew what it was. I have no idea what it means. Motor City Machine Guns is a pretty cool tag that team That is name. the best name. No, you're 100% right. That's a pretty cool that tag team name. That is a fucking awesome name. Motor City Machine and Guns. And they always oh know where they're gosh. from. Yeah. It's a good name. No, that's a great name. Daniel Adato says, uh, if the Saudi deal becomes the PR nightmare everybody thinks it'll be, will AEW and Ring of Honor have a better chance of getting deals with bigger networks like NBC, Fox, Paramount? I, I hope that that's the goal of theirs because mm. right now Warner Brothers Discovery is a mess. You got that right. Uh, Mr. Dope here for mentions for tag team names. Hurt Business. What oh, a great Hurt Business. What a great what name. A great Hurt name that is. Fantastic name. Yeah. Uh, Peter Lewins. Where do you see Adam Cole fitting back into the roster? I'd like to see him go up against Darby and Challenge 4 win the TNT title. Mm. After all, let's not forget TNT goes. Boom. Boom. Yeah. Uh, Darby needs to drop it to a bad guy first. That's one. That's one matchup you don't want to. You don't want to have to let the fans decide. Yeah. Have Darby. Have Miro come back. Taking off Darby. Adam Cole beats Miro. That all sounds fine, but I want Miro losing. Apparently, he doesn't want to lose. Neither either, does so. Miro. <laughs> <laughs> David Matuszek says, "Do you think that carry on my wayward soon?" Tired of that song. <laughs> Me too. We'll continue to be the elite's yeah. theme song going forward. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, it seems like it. Uh, Crane Pool. Do you think Adam Cole might team up with Silver and Reynolds? That was a running gag on the oh. BTE, and they just re mm-hmm. revived the recruiting gimmick. No. If he has any any desire to be at the top of the mountain, those guys are firmly at the bottom. Like budge. you don't want to no see. budge, no budge. You don't want to associate with them. Uh, Sup John says Should AEW start doing more three way feuds To incorporate more wrestlers into the show Yeah but they need to like Sort of make these things go longer Like I thought the Wardlow Hobbs uh, Joe thing was really yeah. cool yeah, And then they just you know, Like they do they just drop things I know I know uh, Frozen tape if Tony Khan were to purchase WB How different would Raw and Smackdown be compared to now 
Oh, a lot. A lot. His storytelling uh, philosophy is way different. Yes. Than Triple H's yes. and, and even Vince McMahon's. Yeah. Uh, Steve Klein says, did you see the old Shaq shoes yeah, the Young Shaq Bucks Gnosis. were sporting? Oh, is that what those were? Yeah, That's great. Gnosis. I did you ever own any those. 90s era basketball shoes? Heck yeah, I had some Jordans. I had some uh, some, some uh, Nike flights. I'm making up for it now. I've got some Jordan flights. They were supposed to come yesterday because they're like the they're fives the and they're too, white, right? but they've got purple trim on them. Yeah, and I was going to wear them to the Kings game. So I got to get another you know more tickets to more Kings games so I could wear these shoes yeah. to Kings game. I used to have some Jordan fives when I was young. See, when I was young, never had that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that was like one line my parents would cross. And, you know, they were, it was a military family. It's not we had like a lot of money, but, you know, they'd get me all, all the toys I wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, to, you know, for the most part. But like shoes, it was like, nah, you're, you're, I'm looking at 35 as my budget. Yeah. <laughs> On yeah. shoes. Yeah. And back then, Jordan's, at, you know, for like a 12 year old is like 85 bucks or something. Yeah, it was $85 or $100. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tocane, what was the biggest rumor that you wholeheartedly believed in but turned out to be fake? Hardy's joining DX. <laughs> yeah. I think for me, I, I believe that uh, DDP was going to join Wolfpack. That I too. think because yeah. they said it happened at house shows. Yeah. yeah. DDP joining the Wolfpack. I wish you and I need to do a whole fucking thing on like rumors that people had heard over the years yeah and we'll like look at them and and talk about them because some are probably hilarious yeah uh luis arises asks who are some of the most notable locker room cancers in wrestling history um well i don't know about locker room cancers, but like the steiners used to do fucked up things to people Mm -hmm. it's like they would do a prank but it would go way too far make the case hogan it's made everything about himself. Yeah, maybe. But I, you know what? I feel like Hogan was probably cool to your face. It was just he would go behind yeah, your back yeah. a lot. That needs to be the case. So I, don't, I don't know if he'd bring down morale necessarily. I don't know about it, like whether he would personally, directly, but I think overall, if you're, you know, you hear people talk about WCW when he was on top. Mm-hmm, yeah. And how the morale wasn't great because, like, you know, you're in the mid card, you're kind of stuck in the mid card. Yeah. Um, HBK. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you're a member of the Click, if you're a member of the Click, man. But yeah, no, the Click in general. Yeah, yeah. my name is not Earl. Says the Click. That's a yeah. good one. Yeah, yeah. JBL probably. Yeah. Gosh. Uh, Brandon Monroe, if you were to bring a money in the bank like prop for AEW for them to cash in any time, what would you choose? They already have that. They have the poker, poker chip. chip. They got the poker chip. A giant but poker chip. That needs to be something different. I would do, you know, that's what uh, it'd be cool to do. Like ACW, they've had the, uh, before we owned it, they had the ace of ACW, which I really like. It'd be cool if we can get an actual title for that. I know. As opposed to a trophy. You know what they should do with the poker chip is just make it an actual poker chip. Like have the giant one, whatever, to win because it's more dramatic when you when you, when you you pull the giant poker chip down. But sure, when you yeah. carry it, it's just an actual poker chip. I just don't know. Walking around, That'd be flip, cool, yeah. Flipping around the poker chip, and rather then, than and then when yeah. someone up there, someone having to hug it because it's so huge. And then you do the cool thing where it's like I'm cashing in, and then yeah. it goes. Yep. Yeah. It'd be no, it'd be cool. It was like gold plated or something, you know. Yeah. Make it look nice. You know? Make it look like it's gold, but in actuality, it's just gold plated. Yeah. Not even like that. Cheap. Yeah. Spray painted gold. Mystery metal. 
radioactive mystery metal. Yes. Some sort of like, isotope. <laughs> I want to I want to cash in, but goddamn, I feel like crap right now. It's like, like let oh me my see God. Your, let me see your hands. Oh my gosh. You're you bleeding look, out of your ears. You have radiation sickness. <laughs> You're bleeding out of your ears. Why do you look so pale? Oh, that was I need assist. to cash in. <laughs> Can I cash in now, though? I'm done with this chip, at least. <laughs> they ring the bell. You just collapse. It's like Chernobyl. Oh, man. You ever see that show? You watched the Chernobyl no, show? No, I've seen that before. Here's good. It's horrifying. My God. Oh, it's horrifying. All these people melting and shit. Anyways. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's horrible. Anyways, that's going to, that is horrible. That's going to do it for the show today on that one. I'm going to clip that and put that on best of some. There you go. <laughs> Radioactive champ. <laughs> uh, that's going to do it, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. I'll make sure I got some. Uh, you know, more, we didn't get more super chats, right? Okay, we did. We missed so a couple that. yesterday, and I feel bad about oh, it. Oh, yeah. Apologies. 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 Yeah. Uh, all right, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. Until next time. Oh, Smash Zone tonight. Also, oh, by the way, I wanted to mention this as well. Uh, at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern today, Lars and I are going to do. Uh, we're bringing Overrun back for the patrons, $5 and up, YouTube channel members. Click join if you want in on this. We're going to be doing our first retro review of mm-hmm. the year on Overrun. We're going to be taking a look at the very first episode of WCW Nitro. Uh, so that should be a lot of fun. I'm, I, I will probably end up putting it on the channel in like a couple weeks or something because yeah, I'm yeah, anxious yeah, for bit, people to get yeah. that. Uh, but you guys will have the exclusive window for at least a couple weeks yep. on that. Uh, so that'll be going down today at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. So uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.